Hello, everybody, and welcome to Steel Minds Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Zalombana, and just before we start today's episode, please, I'll be glad if you could do my favor and subscribe and rate this podcast through any platform you're listening to, Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, so you don't miss any new episodes. So, please, 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 I know I always say, but it will help a lot for me to grow this podcast and this lovely audience we have. So, now let's start with today's content. How have you been? Is it good? Having a good summer? Do you get vaccinated already? I will get mine in about one month, so I still have a way to go. But for now, I'm into a lockdown again. Like everything is going good, and then one. It's like cases in Australia, as soon as they grow, they don't like that. So like they just go into lockdown again. It's boring, but hey, that doesn't stop me. I'm here, I'm giving you more and more content so you can sit, relax, and enjoy. So as you see, this episode is based on last episode. If you haven't listened to my previous episode, I encourage you to listen to it. This is the second part of how to be financially better. But in the first part, there's a checklist to go through. It will help you definitely. And once you go through that checklist, you'll be ready for the second part. So again, if you haven't go through last episode, please go for it and then come back and listen to this episode. Because we want to reach a pure state of mind, a still mind. We want to be in a good position to take decisions that will help us reach closer to our goals. That can be reaching to a full state of mindfulness, getting to launch a business you have in mind, getting to buy that house you want, being financially free, that can also be a goal, living and raising your family in better conditions, you, you call it. We, we all have different goals in life, but I know there's something called money, and that sometimes might restrict where you want to be right now. So last episode, that was a guide to avoid financial traps and for you to start taking a series of steps that can really help you to be in a better financial position. And as I said before, money is not everything, but it's a resource. And when you are out of it, you might not take decisions in the best possible way you can because you will be desperate, you will be pressured, and you will be thinking actually on how to save your butt when that mortgage payment comes by. You have to feed your family and you are out of job. And you don't have any other plan. You don't have any other plan. So who takes decisions like that? It's impossible for me to tell you to keep calm when things like this cannot stop, when payments are coming by. However, there are some common grounds here. If you want to be successful, you got to be ahead of the curve. You have to have a plan, even if it's not perfect. You got to have a roadmap. You got to follow it. You got to be persistent on it. At the very end, I'll tell you, it will just pay off. So you have to prepare yourself first. And this goes on the same side of controlling your financial life, of controlling and preparing for your financial life. Because if you decide to ignore all of this, if you decide to control, if you decide to ignore to control all of this, it will affect you and it will hit you hard. So if in any sort of way this seems to be you, well, just listen to me in this podcast. You are just on time. You gotta take action though. You gotta stop procrastinating. And you, as in everything in life, you will need to start making some kind of adjustments. Now, as for the last time, I told you that in order to be better, the first step 
is to realize that you have to be making more money than the actual amount that you're spending. Once you figure out you have solved your problem, it is logical that you have a surplus of money, right? And I guess if you are a normal functioning adult, you will have to have a bank account where you keep that surplus. Unless you're like grandpa, you wouldn't have your money stored in a bank account, but somewhere else in your home, you would normally have a bank account. Now, here comes the $1 million question. What are you doing with that money, with that surplus? Is it just there, all nice and pretty? There it is, nobody's touching it. It's there, you feel safe, no problems, you work hard for it. It would be crazy to give out that money, right? You feel good because nobody has stolen nothing, nothing from it, not even a single penny. And you can call your bank to verify, oh yeah, Mr. Such and Such, your money's here with us. Everything is still okay because we're on the grounds of logic and common sense. Now, this is when it gets interesting. Suppose your money, you have, you have a little hole in your bank account with your money that you don't see, but it's there. And that's taking money out of you, just a bit. A bit more today, a bit more tomorrow, a bit more the day after tomorrow, and so on. But for you, that's okay, because the digits on your bank account do not lie. You still have the same amount of money. So what's happening? I will tell you what's happening. There's this little guy called inflation, and he will surely take your money no matter what. You know why? Because Mr. Inflation, he is the guy that makes other people say to you, well, yeah, you have a thousand bucks in your bank account, but that's not enough anymore. This item that you want is no longer a thousand bucks, but a thousand and fifty bucks more. So you say, oh, okay, I will come by with the extra needed in one month. So give me a wait. You come back, same place, same item, same seller. And he tells you, well, thanks for that, but you're still missing money. People are paying for this a thousand bucks and 100 more. So, you know, bring more or I cannot make a deal with you. And that same thing goes with your money. That's happening right now with your money. But you don't know that because it's there, it's safe. You're not even giving that money a chance to be negotiated, to be given away. But once you need it, once you gotta get used to go and buy stuff, that's when it's going to start hurting on you. That's when you're gonna start feeling all those kind of events. Once you need it, whoops, nah, I can't give you this, you need more. Oh, but you told me I needed this, only this, and I only have this. Yeah, but people are paying more for this now, you know? So I cannot make business with you. Mr. Inflation, he is the pain in the ass, because he told all of these vendors to tell you that, that you don't have enough to buy what you want anymore. So to defeat Mr. Inflation, you gotta do something else, right? You wanna still have value for the money that you got because you work hard for it. So what to do? Ask your, bank, ask your bank to fight Mr. Inflation's malevolent plan? Yeah, nah, banks, they won't give a shit about you. They'd be, offered to, they'd be happy to offer you some credit cards and loans, but other than that, they don't give a shit about you. So what do you do? You cannot keep working and let Mr. Inflation be there making life harder for you. You gotta get an ally, right? Who? Who to call? For that, you call investing. Mr. Investing. 
he will defeat all the evil plans of Mr. Inflation. Your money will be still worth it. So yeah, I went quite interactive here. Jokes aside, investing is what's you going to save your butt. So the last thing you want to do is, if you want to be financially better, is to leave your money stagnated in a savings account of a bank. So you gotta start investing. Cash in bank accounts, they have never been feasible. You have to move that money. You have to respect that money flows. And the thing here is that many people still are still afraid of what to do with their money, how to invest, that they think it's only for rich people. You know, oh, I have debts, I have payments to do. It's impossible. Yeah, no, it's not impossible. As I said at the beginning of this episode, it requires from you to do some research and to be consistent in achieving that you want to invest. Lucky you, in this episode, I'm providing you half of the search that you have to do to start investing. And again, the knowledge here will be based on tips from the Australian Finance Podcast, but here I'm also giving some personal inputs so it's more appropriate for the Steel Minds Podcast audience. So, let's start right now with these tips on how to start investing. Take some pen and paper and listen carefully so you can start investing and defeating Mr. Inflation's evil plan. And just before I start, the list of tips I'm going to start giving right now come from the least complex way of investing up to more sophisticated strategies of where you can put your money. So, are you ready? All right. Number one, the most easy of all, start investing in yourself. That's it. You just have to start investing in yourself. How's that? If you want to be financially better, start investing in yourself. Everybody starts from floor zero. And if you don't have any knowledge, get some books. And here's a challenge for you. Read at least one or two books about financial education. Go through Amazon or eBay or go to a bookshop nearby and buy one or two books specifically for financial education. For beginners, for dummies, the easiest ones. Just buy them. It will open and clear your mind from myths and stuff that you will actually have in your mind and this will actually get you through your personal finance in a more central way. This podcast, for example, is not long enough to explain everything related to finance. So I recommend you to start with that. And also listen to podcasts where they talk about money and success and if you want about millionaires and many inspiring stories that can hit on you. You just gotta give it a try and it really helps a lot. It helped me a lot. For example, I decided to start listening to podcasts, I decided to start investing in myself and to get some financial literacy to be better with my own money. Too bad I did this only when I was broke and basically eating grass. But hey, you don't have to wait for that to happen. If you take action now, it will cost you less, for sure. It will cost you less. All right, number two. Remember that we come from the least hands-on to the most complicated, sophisticated strategies of investment. So number two, fix your pension fund. And I think I mentioned this a bit before on the previous episode. So you gotta sort out your pension. It is something that you pay, that you want it, you, if you want to pay or not, you don't have any chance. So the least thing that you can do is to set it up correctly. Again, make sure who your fund is and how much are you contributing right now to that fund. 
figure out if you're in a good plan, tailor for your own needs, or if you might have to do some kind of adjustments. And if you think you wanna pay more or less, fine. The least thing that you can do though, is to leave this payment all fixed up in a better way for you, in a way that it works for you. Because you don't know if life happens and you need to retire early, so there's that money for you. Now, number three, start investing $1, $5, $10, start investing small amounts, only sums of two digits, for example. Don't go beyond 100 bucks. How? You're asking yourself right now, how to do this? You know, we live right now in an era where there's thousands of thousands of apps, apps that are available right now, so you can start doing this. You gotta do some research though, but there are these kind of apps that are suitable for micro investments. Especially there are micro investment apps, some of them that will help you optimize with your bank account the investment portfolio that you want to achieve. So when you have to buy stuff, for example, in every transaction, it rounds up, so it takes the sum, and that extra charge that it's taking you is actually going to be placed into your investment account. So it's easy to manage, they're very intuitive, you just select which is the best plan for you and start investing those roundups. It is very easy. For example, I have one of those apps and I cannot give you the name because I'm not advertising them right now, but it rounds up my spare change. And since I have it, I have invested $400 into my bank account, into my investment account, I'm sorry, from that spare change. So I have noticed that it has taken me bits of money, but not lots of money. And that's the key, consistency. In the long run, you will see the results. And well, I'm happy to know that I also have $400 extra in my savings. So go ahead and research for these kind of apps. Number four, from the least hands-on to the most complicated strategies to invest, robo-advisor. Have you, get, have you guys heard about this, robo-advisor? These type of programs are automized and very intuitive. So you want to invest? They go easy on you. They will start asking you a series of questions to understand what type of person are you. How adverse are you, as, are you to the risk? How much are you able to tolerate if the market drops? And so on and so forth. Once the robo-advisor program figures out what kind of person are you, what kind of investments are suitable for you, then they will just simply suggest you a portfolio to start investing. A conservative, a conservative one, one to grow your money, one which, one which is kind of mixed. These AI automated things are very smart right now. So it says to you, okay, you want to invest? Follow me, follow these questions, and then this will be the right portfolio for you. And you just start investing. And you put your money on it, set it in your account, and then they will choose where to put that money for you into the portfolio that they chose for you. So you will have to make regular contributions as in the micro-investing apps. And there you go. Let it run as it suggests, and you will build up a portfolio accordingly to what it suggested to you, that you are a cautious person or you are a very risk-tolerant person, and boom, you started investing. Do this research and try, 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 try. I know it's scarce to give the first step, but you have to do it. Remember, you want to earn 
more than inflation. You want to fight Mr. Inflation. So with that, you have to start investing. All right, number five, exchange-traded funds, also known as ETFs. So you have to look more into it. Again, we are starting to shift our perspective from least hands-off to most sophisticated uh, investment strategies, and that's the ETFs right now. You have to do some kind of research because you're getting to start choosing those financial instruments where you put your money in. So it's not that bad as index funds are pretty much easy to manage. They just go with the market and track an asset. For example, gold. For example, the uh, S&P 500. They just track the index and go with the market. And the market always goes up in the long run. So it's easy. You'll just need to set up a brokerage account, make sure who you go with, and do a more proper research on what index fund you're planning to choose. So if I can tell you something, I can tell you that you should ask yourself this kind of, this kind of questions. Number one, based on what are you choosing that index fund? Number two, are you sure you're ready and you are trained already to start selecting these kind of index funds? And number three, are you aware of the risks that are involved? So no reward comes without risk. But again, that's why I'm suggesting you all the previous option. So you just start from a safe place. And if you want to be more involved into it and you like it, you will eventually start investing in a more sophisticated way. And finally, number five, we got individual shares investments. So I can say this is the most complex way to do an investment because it requires from you a lot of knowledge. And I'm not even into this kind of field. I will eventually be involved into it. But for now, I have my ETF and my micro investing app. And the thing here is that you got to know what you're doing. Because you will be selecting portfolios based on individual assets. And you must know why you are buying them. And many people here include strategies based on analyzing financial statements of companies and other important macroeconomic variables. So yeah, it's hard. But again, I wanted to show you all the possible way to start investing. The most difficult thing is to decide to learn. But I reckon from the list that I gave to you, you have at least three choices where to start from. If you want to be prosperous, you got to fight inflation. You want to the compounding effect to work for you. You want to do well in your finances. And you want your money to preserve its value and even earn a bit more. Because you want to start getting financially better because you want to be mentally better. You want to start taking better decisions because you have learned to manage the resources you have. You will have to take better decisions. That's the actual cause effect of all of this. And you will not act pressured. You will decide what's your best next move without despair. So I suggest you to start investing and start right now. If you if you knew the power of, compact, of compound interest over time, you will just have invested long time ago. So go ahead, go through these both episodes, and I hope you'll be able to be financially better. Because this is all about empowering you to be the best version of yourself in every aspect of life. And with that, I'm going to wrap up today's episode. So... Thanks for being here with me in Steel Minds Podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode as much as I do, please share this on your social media 
on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your Twitter, share this on your posts, share, share this on your stories, share this on your updates, so more and more people listen to this podcast and help me grow this lovely audience we have, please share, share, share this episode with somebody that you know needs to start investing and organizing their own personal finances, and remember, the best moment is to start right now, and I just hope today you have the best day of your life. See you next time.